Welcome to the tiny version of Horrible History, better known as Terrible Today. I'm Rachel Everett Lazan. And I'm Emily Barleen. Thanks for joining us, guys. This week, we're going back to Nebraska. I'm going to Lincoln, and Emily is going back to Nashville. I'm going to mix it up a little bit. So instead of starting with a stupid criminal, I am going to start with an article I found from the Daily Nebraskan, 10 Weird Laws Nebraska Calls Home. (sighs) Yes, I need to know these. You are going to need to know these. So I have some state ones and some city ones. So did you know, Emily, persons with gonorrhea may not marry. This law requires that to marry, the fiancés must be at least 17 years old, but that, quote, no person who is afflicted with a venereal disease shall marry in this state. This could be a problem for the 1,417 people with reported cases of gonorrhea in 2006, according to Centers for Disease Control and Prevention's Division of STD Prevention. Prevention and prevention. That's what it says. <laughs> I copied and pasted clearly. The Prevention's <laughs> Division of Prevention. <laughs> yes. Good job, Nebraska. Good job. Great job, Nebraska. It's not for everyone. That is literally the tagline (laughs) for this state. (laughs) The good life. It's not for everyone. Mm -mm. (laughs) Number two, it is illegal to fly a plane while drunk. Really? (laughs) Are you surprised? Anyone operating or in control of an aircraft cannot have quote, five hundredths of one percent or more by weight of alcohol in his or her body fluid. So it's actually stricter to fly a plane than fly a car, which I would hope so. Fly a car. But it's a very yeah. specific number. Yes, than to fly a car. <laughs> Did you know only 0.08 blood alcohol content to fly a car? <laughs> <laughs> what is this, the Jetsons? <laughs> yes. If a child burps during church, his parents may be arrested. how do you control something like that i can't control it when i burp god how could he control it just like this malicious kid who's like (laughs) my parents are going to jail (laughs) did you know emily it's illegal to go whale fishing there are in fact no whales in nebraska not even in the zoo not even close we're literally in the dead center people (laughs) apparently It is illegal for bar owners to sell beer unless they are simultaneously brewing a kettle of soup. What? Not just a pot of soup, a kettle of soup. (laughs) So, like, it's, it's like, you can't just sell beer. You have to also be a restaurant. That's right. (laughs) Here's the lowest stakes restaurant you can be. (laughs) That's why the gallery shut down. (laughs) Not enough soup. No soup. (laughs) No soup for you, Nebraska. (laughs) It is illegal for a mother to give her daughter a perm without state license. Well, that is true. Listen, my mom needs to be in jail because I have a perm when I was little and it was terrible. Doesn't say anything about little boys, only girls. There are also some weird city laws. In Lehigh, donut holes may not be sold. Donut holes? Don't go there because you can't sell donut holes. Donut holes are the best part of donuts. Right? I got a couple for you in Omaha. Okay. In Omaha, sneezing is illegal during a church service. Man, these people are serious about their church. (laughs) (laughs) Sneezing and burping, that is Emily Barling's tagline. I'd be arrested hardcore immediately. (laughs) 
<laughs> I really wish I could also, on command do one or the other. <laughs> <laughs> and fart at the same time. <laughs> no, girls don't fart. <laughs> girls, we never poop. We never fart. We are beautiful <laughs> angels of daintiness <laughs> wrapped in cotton now. Also, a man is not allowed to run with a shaved chest. But that's the best way to run. More aerodynamic. Just, are they worried about chafing? Like if he's just like, like Andy on the office. <laughs> My nipples. His nipples. <laughs> and lastly, and this is just solid life advice, in Waterloo, barbers are forbidden from eating onions between 7 a.m. and 7 p.m. I would love to know the instance that caused that law. Like some <laughs> some barber that everyone in town was like, dude, we got to do something. His breath reeks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This one guy. Well, and also, if you're going to be that close to someone's face professionally, don't eat onions. Makes sense. Rude. That's just yeah. Rude. Those are amazing. I am going to keep track of them so that I know how to not get arrested while in Nebraska. <laughs> don't go whale fishing. <laughs> Right. Over in Nashville, we have a very um, relevant story here. Eric Munchell, linked in history now as Zip Tie Guy, provided sure. federal prosecutors with a mountain of digital evidence that one criminal defense attorney says makes the case against him a layup. The charges could get way more serious, says Nashville defense attorney Lee Wilson. A video posted online appears to capture Munchell entering the Capitol. Several pictures taken inside engendered a swarm of internet sleuths seeking to find out his identity, and a video taken afterwards shows him talking in a D.C. hotel lobby while having drinks. P.S. If it's not, I should have read the headline, but like this is about one of the people who stormed the Capitol at the beginning of the year. So. Mm -hmm. As we know, they're trying to track them down and arrest them. So yeah. this guy's making it real easy. <laughs> we had a couple guys come in here and record us all unbeknownst to us as Antifa, Moonchell says in the video. The Justice Department confirmed on Monday that they are considering seditious conspiracy charges against the insurrectionists, which carries up to 20 years in federal prison. Munchell will be in jail for the next eight days at least before he takes the long ride in a prison van up to Washington, D.C., where he will face a judge and potentially receive a bail or supervised release hearing. The 30-year-old traveled to D.C. with his mother. She lives in Florida, and he used to work at a bar in Fort Myers called Doc Ford's Rum Bar. Last summer, Kid Rock's Honky Tonk in Nashville posted him on their Instagram, but his employment there had been terminated before he ventured to D.C. Munchell had no criminal record in Tennessee before this week, but online records shows he has been arrested for misdemeanors in Georgia, battery, possession of marijuana, and speeding. Wilson believes the mountain of evidence posted online before and after the violence gives prosecutors all the tools they will need in a trial. He said, of course they'll use it, and it's amazing that they would be dumb enough to be creating evidence for the prosecutors in the case just to show their friends and post on social media. But it will get used against them. <laughs> Dumbass. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it makes me so sad that they weren't arrested, you know, at the Capitol that they were allowed to leave. Right. 
white privilege. But mm-hmm. you know, you know. Luckily, they're idiots and they posted pictures of themselves online. <laughs> it was like that guy from the story you did a couple weeks ago where he's tweeting when he's hiding from the police. He's Here's like, my hiding spot. Come get me, bitches. <laughs> tweet, tweet, motherfuckers. Okay. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> this is a HuffPost article from 2019. What's in a name tag? Well, for one Nebraska man, it means criminal charges. <laughs> Lincoln police arrested 26-year-old Markle Towner on Tuesday for allegedly resisting arrest and providing a false name to officers. Police responding to a report of domestic assault around 10.30 p.m. found the suspect, Towner, sitting in a parked vehicle outside the home. They noted that Towner also had two warrants for his arrest. When they questioned Towner, he allegedly gave his name as D'Angelo Towns. D'Angelo, yes. (laughs) However, officers say they noted a lanyard around Towner's neck that read Markle Towner. (laughs) (laughs) When Towner was told he was under arrest, police said he tensed up and resisted and yelled that he didn't do anything wrong. I didn't do anything! I didn't do it! My name's D'Angelo, damn it! (laughs) Towner was taken into custody after a struggle that lasted several minutes. The department statement also alleged that Towner's friends and family members surrounded the officers and tried to prevent the arrest. Jesus. Towner is charged with resisting arrest, obstructing a government operation, false reporting, child neglect, and third-degree domestic assault. Where the hell did child neglect come from? That came out uh, of nowhere. Apparently, that's what some of the warrants were from. But I'm like, <laughs> if you have any warrant, this is, I don't know why I'm trying to help stupid criminals, but if there is a warrant out for your arrest, maybe don't go around wearing a name tag or a lanyard of any fashion. <laughs> That's like that dumb guy who like wrote the uh, "give me your money" thing on the on his pay stub. <laughs> what a moron! Yeah, yeah. Here's another moron, and someone that should be smarter because he's a lawyer. Ooh. The Tennessee Supreme Court suspended the license of Nashville attorney after discovering he posted advice on Facebook about how to make deadly force look like self defense. After a woman made a post on Facebook in 2017 seeking advice on how to handle possible abuse or harassment by a partner, attorney Winston B. Sitton encouraged her to lure the man into her home and shoot him. He advised her to claim the man broke in with a plan to harm her. Hmm. Even with new stand-your-ground laws, the Castle Doctrine is a far safer basis for use of deadly force, he wrote, according to an opinion filed by the state's high court. He later posted that the woman should delete this post if she was serious. As a lawyer, I advise you to keep mum about this if you're remotely serious, (laughs) Sinton wrote. On Facebook. Your defense is that you were afraid for your life. Revenge or premeditation of any sort will be used against you at the trial. Following his advice, the woman the woman deleted her post, but not before her ex saw the comments. The court's majority <laughs> opinion shows. The man handed over screenshots of the conversation to Shelby County District Attorney General Amy Weirich, who alerted the Board of Professional Responsibility. A hearing panel found Sitton to be unapologetic for his comments. He maintained he did nothing wrong in his advice. The board recommended Sitton's license be suspended 
for just 60 days, but after reviewing the comments, the Supreme Court determined the sanction was inadequate. Our rules do not permit lawyers to offer advice on how to commit crime with impunity, (laughs) wrote Justice Holly Kirby. Sitton claimed his comments were sarcastic and part Mm. of his, quote, dark humor. Hilarious. Right? He argued before a a hearing panel that he, a lawyer of 30 years, wasn't stupid enough to post that advice in a public forum if he was actually serious. We agree with Mr. Sitton that it's hard to conceive of any reason why a lawyer, any lawyer, would offer instructions on how to commit murder and stage a concocted defense, the opinion says. The court suspended his license for four years, with one year on active suspension and the rest on probation. Sitton's license was previously suspended in August 2018 for not paying professional taxes. He hasn't yet sought reinstatement, but must first undergo training on ethical social media practices. (laughs) Lawyers who choose to post on social media must realize they're handling live ammunition, Doing so requires care and judgment. Oh, my God. That's so, so dumb. Stupid criminal. You just know he's like a white dude in his 50s who the only social media he knows how to work is Facebook. And he does it completely unethically. (laughs) He's like, have you ever seen those ones where it's like the grandma who just like posts on Walmart's page something like... (laughs) Where are you located? And they're like, what the fuck are you asking? We're everywhere, like, bitch. Google Maps. <laughs> What's the nearest one to you? No, I have it. But that's exactly what it's like. Mm-hmm. Where he's like, let me tell you how to get away with murder. Wait, this isn't a private conversation? <laughs> it's on your ball. Your ex can see it. When I was thinking it's like, I used to watch Survivor when it first came out with my yes. with my parents when I was in like high school. This necklace will give you immunity. <laughs> This isn't Survivor. This is somebody's life. And you just tried to counsel a woman on how to get away with murder. What do they say at the end? Like, you have... The tribe has spoken. The tribe has spoken. (laughs) Like, ow. Okay. I have one more. It's a little different. It's a little less criminal and just kind of stupid. (laughs) Less criminal. More stupid. Yeah. This is from September 2020. Recent. (gasps) A man in Lincoln, Nebraska... Wants Americans to stop living a lie. <laughs> Andrew Christensen went to a city council meeting. This sounds like something straight out of Parks and Rec. He goes to the city council to do this and passionately put out a plea for proper poultry nomenclature and to abolish the term boneless chicken wing. <laughs> it's not a wing. That's what he's, unless you're going to strap them, those things to the side of a jet. You can't call them a wing, Christensen said. They're a chicken tender with sauce. Saucy nugs at best. <laughs> Saucy nugs. Saucy nugs. Name of your sex it's- tape. Name <laughs> <laughs> your sex tape. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> it's two minutes, members of the Lincoln City Council might wish they had given back the current environment, or perhaps maybe they needed the moment of levity after Christensen very matter-of-factly says, Lincoln has an opportunity to be a social leader in this country. (laughs) What followed that line has made folks on the internet cluck with amusement. Uh I propose 
We've removed the term boneless wings from our menus and from our hearts, he said, interrupted in the middle of the sentence by someone who obviously didn't grasp the gravitas of the situation. (laughs) Nothing about boneless chicken wings actually came from the wing of a chicken. We would be disgusted at a butcher for mislabeling cuts of meat, but then we'd go around pretending the breast of a chicken is a wing? If that wasn't persuasive enough to get you to use the hashtag saucy nugs for president on social media, <laughs> Christensen continued with more nuggets of wisdom. <laughs> no. Boneless chicken wings are just chicken tenders, which are already boneless, he said. I don't order boneless tacos, and I don't go and order (laughs) boneless club sandwiches. I'm going to now, though. (laughs) (laughs) I'd like your finest boneless club sandwich, please. (laughs) I don't ask for boneless auto repair. (laughs) (laughs) Not a great time to take a drink of wine. (laughs) Good that, everyone. However you sauce it, it's clear Christensen is as serious as a rooster's wake-up call. He's not alone either. A simple Google search of boneless chicken wing alternate names yields a treasure trove of anti-boneless wing rhetoric with posts dating back to 2014. Christensen's dream outcome of his crusade is simple. Just call them Buffalo-style chicken tenders. But that's fucked up because I was just going to say, buffaloes don't have wings. How is he not also (laughs) freaking out about buffalo wild wings? Because there's no wings on a buffalo. I mean, and buffalo-style, just because it's called buffalo sauce. Buffalo-style chicken tenders is way too long. It's not made out of buffaloes. I know. Well, and sometimes they are wings. Like, you can get wings like chicken wings. They're not boneless, I guess, but yeah, saucy nugs. Hashtag title <laughs> your sex tape. I love that. Wow. Yeah. I love that he was totally serious. Stupid regular people at town hall. Yeah. <laughs> we need to erase it from our vocabulary and, and our, our hearts. hearts. <laughs> I don't ask for boneless auto repair. <laughs> I do every time I go to the auto repair shop. Let's make this boneless, okay? No bones, okay? Title of your sex <laughs> tape. <laughs> no bones about it. No bones. I love it. All right. All right. Your last I'm one. I'm going to wrap it up. Mine is My last one is very short, but it will feel reminiscent to you. Ooh, okay. Randy Lewis probably thought he was being responsible by getting someone else to drive his van after he'd been drinking and using drugs. Problem is, 10-year-olds are too young to drive. (gasps) The child eventually crashed the car, of course, at speeds of up to 90 miles per hour. That kid's been playing way too much Grand Theft Auto. According to a Sullivan County Sheriff's Office affidavit, when officers responded to the vehicle crash site, they discovered that the totaled 1995 Ford Windstar van, which had flipped on its roof, had been driven by the 10-year-old. The boy was one of three children in the auto. All five of the van's inhabitants were treated for injuries at a local hospital. When arrested, Lewis, pictured in the above mugshot, which I'll explain in a second, had cocaine in his system and a blood alcohol content of 0.26, more than three times the state limit. Oh my God. And you better believe 
that Randy has on a shirt in his mugshot that I am not kidding says, buy this dad a beer. <laughs> no, Randy. How about no? What has two thumbs and just got arrested for child abuse? This, this guy. guy. Oh exactly. I will post a picture of Randy, but he looks like a parent of the year. Parent of the year, yeah. guys. Yeah. You know, as a mom, I say this with love. You don't have to have children. If you don't. <laughs> it's like, why were you doing drugs and drinking that excessively when four of your children were in your vehicle? And is the 10-year-old the oldest? I would assume so. Because what if there's like a 15-year-old and he's like, no, you're not responsible enough. Which makes it even worse that there were four children under the age of 10 in his car. And he's like, hold up, daddy needs to stop at the bar. (laughs) And I just don't understand. I mean, I don't do cocaine and never have. So maybe this is a naive question. But cocaine is like a serious upper And alcohol is a downer. Why are you doing them together? That doesn't make any sense in my brain. I don't know. I feel like people do it, though. I don't know anything about drugs. Sorry. Sorry, kids. We're nerds. Yeah. We are the two people on the entire planet that Dare actually worked the way it was supposed to for, where we really did get scared instead of everyone else who was like, oh, my God, is weed that easy to get? And we're like, that's a gateway drug. Don't do it. You're going to become a meth head. Don't do it, please. Thanks, anxiety. Thanks, anxiety. And thank you for joining us, (laughs) for joining us with some more Stupid Criminals Tune in on Thursday for our next full episode of Horrible History when we are going to start Black History, Black Horrible History. You know, we're going to be doing some Black Lives Matter for the whole month of February. Also, I have to say, if anyone's like a whiz on like music stuff and wants to create like a stupid criminals like sting for us to use, send it to us. We We don't know how to do it. Yeah. We've tried. It's it's not been great. I paid for an app. I still don't know how to do it. Help us. Help I us. I want to get creative. that T Pain app that we all had in like two thousand nine that made everything like like a yeah. auto tune. Auto tuned. That was cool. good. But I want something that's more like legit. Jazzy. Yeah. <laughs> Jazzy. Jazzy. <laughs> and if you would like to send us said musical sting. Send it to us at horriblehistorypodcast at gmail.com. You could also DM us at Instagram. We're at horriblehistorypod or on Twitter, thehorriblepod. Thanks so much for listening. Bye. Bye.